Today on the show, I'm speaking with Kim Snow. Now, this is part one of two videos that I'm gonna be releasing about Kim's journey, uh, an amazing journey where she started in Burma to Malaysia and to Mexico, uh, which is what we're gonna cover in this first part of the video, so stay tuned. <music> Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. And today my very, very special guest is Kim Snow. Hi, Kim. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Now, Kim actually contacted me um, a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Yes. And uh, started telling me her story. And um, I was so inspired by what she's actually been through to be able to get here today um, that I had to be able to, I wanted her to share her story with you here on The Inspiration Show. Um, and it is such a, um, a journey that we are going to have to split it up into two, two shows. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I know at the moment you're living here in San Diego, you're in La Jolla, you've got a great job, you're working for an OT company here, um, but uh, your journey started in Burma, right? Yes. Okay, so tell us a little bit about, because um, you know, I, I think, I don't know whether a lot of us living here in America are aware of what the conditions are like living in Burma, but tell us a little bit about that. Yes. I was born and raised in Burma, mm -hmm. in Rangoon, and I, we are middle class, and my parents were working so hard for us, three siblings, including me, to go to school and finish university, so they always talk us, this is the one they can give us to us, you know, yes. to go to school and finish and get a good job. Yeah. Then you're going to live like forever, happily ever, so. Right, yes. Um, so I went to school, but somehow when I was 14 years old, and my relatives, they connect with some of the American family. They come and visit to us, um, but I didn't have a chance to see them. Mm -hmm. But she, she had a chance to see them, and she came and talked about United States. But when we were living in, I don't know, we just follow what my parents say, yep. what Teacher, teachers, they're the higher, highest, you know, authority figures for me and for the culture we were in. So, um, so we just follow whatever they said and supposed to be true. So, uh, we have no other idea what I really want in my life. And but somehow that kind of experience stuck in my head. Yes, yeah, so you had a, a cousin, was it a cousin? Yes, my cousin. A cousin um, who actually had, had met some Americans. Yes. Started to um, tell you about America, and you were like, wow, like I didn't even realize that this existed outside yes, of Yes, yes. So, and, um, and, and you know what, I understand with your parents, like, because my parents, I'm one of eight children, and so their success is our success. Yes. So I can see that they want, your parents wanted this, but, but even for women, it's very difficult in Burma, right? Um, yes, but not, not equally as you know, um, with men, because mm -hmm. uh, we have a lot of uh, traditional values, we have to hold on to it. Right. So um, we never had a chance to speak out what we want in our life. You know, mm -hmm. that's basically how we born, and there's no freedom to talk about what I really want to do. Yeah. So it's it's out outrageous to talk about it. So we never think about it. We never think about it. So we just don't know. It's yes. it's have a chance to do so you know so this one 
incident with uh, this experience that your cousin had with an American made you think outside the square. Yes. And made you want for something more. Yes. Well, people talking about, you know, even though government was it's shut down everything, you know, exports from Western country, but people really seeking out, you know, what is outside there. Yes. But we don't get not much information about it. Right. You know? So now I haven't get to know this information. I, so I gathering everything I can from her and go home and I had a wild dream, crazy yes. <laughs> dream. I was thinking, you know, I'm gonna go. I am going. Just tagging me, but it's just very soft, whispering voice in in my head. And I wouldn't tell to anybody because it is impossible even mm. to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So did you finish college? Yes, I finished my university mm -hmm. there, yes. And so what was your first step outside of Burma? Yes. Um, once everybody finished university, they, they left country. Right. But for me, I'm the youngest person, so nobody cares. My sister gone. She's out. My brother's out of my country, mm -hmm. but not me, because you're youngest. Nobody pay attention to me, yes. you know. So this is the one I really want. I really have to convince them to leave my country. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, my man had a serious ill. He had, she had a stroke. Right. So my dream's gone. My dream was faded away after six years I've been taking care of her. After six years, she passed. Then I went back to get a job and go out there. After six months, it's really, really everything come back to me. You know, I'm done, I'm enough, I'm leaving this country. But it, again, I have to convince the whole family. But so I decided to leave my country, the first step to leaving my country and just go to Malaysia. Right, because Malaysia is fairly close. Is it next to yes. Burma? Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's yes, close, neighboring, yes. Right. And is it easy for Burmese to get to Malaysia? Was that a hard process? Yeah, it's not that easy because I have to spend so much money because According to the government policy, everything is very strict and and all you have I have to spend so much money in order to get, you know, visa or passports. The policy is not people are not supposed to going out of country, you know, right. just stay in the country. I think they assume that if you leave you probably won't be coming back. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Nobody okay. coming back. Yeah. Yes. So, mostly. Um, uh -huh. Yeah. So you, you get to, to Malaysia, um, and so what happened when you were to Malaysia? Because that wasn't really what you were expecting, right? Yes. Mm. I heard about a lot of story before I left. Mm -hmm. But somehow I decided this is the one to leave my country and leaving this place is the first step. Yeah. And uh, coming to United States, you know, not think, don't think, even think about yet. So yeah. once I landed and I feel like, no, this is not it. But I have to go through it. I have to go through it because since I'm here and I spent so much money already, so I figure out I had a visiting visa for six months. So Thai flies, and well, in order to get stay, then I have to apply some school to go in, then get the visa for a year or so. Right. Then I will figure out the rest. Mm -hmm. And so I went to school and just for, you know, um, getting visa. Then I started working, I mean, everyone, just about anything, you name it. Um, yeah. 
you know, uh, competing with this man labor job, it's really hard, very humiliating. Mm -hmm. As women, I never had experience in my life. Oh, so you're doing mainly labor jobs. Yes. So, labor jobs. so what kind of labor? Mostly, um, you know, wait for us mm -hmm. in a place like it's a big restaurant, but they don't hire just few people. Right. So I have to run this. It's like big restaurant just run around and I'm sweating. I feel I just come out of shower mm -hmm. every day. It's I feel humiliating. People don't really care. You know, just uh, whatever you are, just you serve me and clean me. The restaurant, the whole restaurant, I have to clean and just walk in the kitchen as well. Right. And it's also I'm getting a few hours so that I have to move on to the next restaurant to get another job and just do. Right. To, to in survival mode and to, to pay for my rent. So basically. how many hours were you working and how much were you getting paid? Oh, I almost forgot. I tried... I don't. Um, um, I think whatever I got all paid, it's just going for rent. Right. Yeah. Not not so for just food. Surviving, just yes. surviving. No yeah. no food. No food. Um, then after a while, I pick up so some other job to to get for my food on the table. Then like middle like two weeks, I'm done for food. I wouldn't right. keep myself with food for two weeks or so. Yeah. So I tried to find some friends and I borrowed some money mm -hmm. and then at the end at the end of the month I gave up juggling everything with for my rent and food and that's all I'm doing. That's it. Right. So how long did this go on? Oh it's go on about about two years. Two years, right? Yes. And so when did you start to have the dream about coming to America again? Yes. So but this two years this is the hardest time in my life. I never have this struggle. But those hardships really put me into the place that my desire even bigger. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what happened to me. You know, um, I was reaching out people who have some kind of information about United States. Yeah. Even these during this hard time. Mm -hmm. And after almost two years, I discover where to get job, what I can do, and then I have kind of solid information about what I can do. My head is full of information about what you can talk and, and who to talk and I have been accumulating all these information in my head. I'm almost ready yeah. to go into the next level, but without knowing I was doing it. Yeah. So you're moving closer and closer. So you've got yes. two years basically of hard labor. just struggling to survive yes um, and then you finally you have to apply for a visa for, for, for America so what happens what happens how did you get from Malaysia to America yes it wasn't easy at all no. at the beginning it's it's dreaming and just started doing and taking action and all gathering informations and I'm translating myself mm -hmm what can I, how can I apply to and getting. So I started talking to people who can help me with some money. Yeah. But I wasn't expecting that they're going to help me or not, but I'm just reaching out, was reaching out and talking to them. Some people really laughing at me. You're just crazy. It's impossible. And some people like, um, yeah, not too bad. Just 
go for a little bit more and just come back and talk to me, you know, yeah. the information you have. And, uh, but I would just keep going and keep asking. So I use pill phone, you know, on the road, just quiet phone, and I just come get something. I just look at this phone and I say, what does that mean to me? No, it doesn't bother me at all. They told me I'm crazy and I'm not going to give any money, okay? Just fine, hang yeah. up. <laughs> and then go home and just think about it and then keep going and keep talking and finally someone see me that yeah I can borrow my credit card to get a ticket to um, so that I can apply for visa because I need a the one way ticket I'm sorry both round trip ticket in order right. to apply visa okay so finally I got it but I wasn't that much expecting but the the fire, the desire, and I think people feel it. Mm -hmm. So that, okay, I'll, I'll take a chance on you. And, and you see. weren't giving up. Yeah, I yeah. weren't giving up. <laughs> I, it, I weren't giving up. I, I have no plan for giving up. Yeah. And don't even think about it. And yes. There exists, that kind of plan exists, mm -hmm. you know. So just keep going and asking. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, I was like, you know what you're doing, I don't know. But okay, next Next day I know I'm going to go to Singapore and get a visa at the Mexico Embassy mm -hmm. that, that I know for Burmese people I have to go to Singapore. And so get you're getting a visa. a visa from Mexico? Yes. Right. So I discover I connect myself all these dots and yes. so I'm going to get a visa and then go down there. I don't even have to stay, uh, spend money to stay somewhere else. So I figure and connect some friend, friends, friends mm -hmm. and then I stay with them. Mm -hmm for like two nights and then I go, went to embassy and apply and uh, it's I have no idea and just doing it and I discovered that yeah you come and pick up your visa tomorrow Wow so I was I was in shock and I was saying wow okay things are happening but don't know but just took a train and come back to Malaysia and just in my room really quiet and everything shut down and door closed and I was thinking um what is going to be look like next step but that is really uh triggering me because I know that I'm I'm putting everything's out there yes everything out there I don't really know but this is the chance that um I could die on the way to United States because I already figured out the way and I've been asking what kind of flight you're going to take, what kind of bath, I'm sorry, the, the route I will be taking. Mm -hmm. And I'm knowing that if I don't make it, I will not be able to come back. If I can make it, I will not be able to come back to here, but I don't know when I will be there. And I will never be able to see my family again. Right. And... Uh, and just really quiet myself and just don't know, but I'm going anyway. So just pack one backpack. And I think in some, do a few, three, you know, tops and two pants and, and I have some notes, a few left over. Mm -hmm. And uh, just left Malaysia, and but just crying. Only crying in taxi, crying and uh, on the plane crying but I'm really scared that somebody is following me and find out who I am and from especially from my government right 
that's I really, really scared. So I don't move anywhere. Just go and sit one place and just checking out people at the airport and just, and if I have a transit, just wait there and see where's my plane flight, next flight going to be. Just looking at that screen and just sit and still there. And uh, yeah, then I move. Uh, finally, I reached. Uh, finally, I reached to the border and just took um, Mexico City. Actually, right. I arrived. So you make it to Mexico. Yes. You get to the border of America and Mexico. Yes. And you're trying to come into America. Yes. And uh, what we'll do is we're going to stop now because because <laughs> what happens next is a whole other chapter of the story. Yes. Because you're like this close, but not as close as you think. Right. As uh, I'm going to be putting up the next episode or the next uh, episode of the Inspiration Show, which will be a continuation of this story. Um, so make sure that you come back and watch that um, and find out what actually happened to Kim when she, when she got to the border, which is another complete story and another show in itself. Um, so stay there, Kim. We'll be we'll keep, going to keep recording and we'll come back. Um, but guys, in the meantime, uh, you know, if you haven't downloaded the app, make sure that you download the app uh, onto your phone so you can watch all these shows on the go. You don't have to be in front of your computer. Um, and if you haven't done so already, put your email in the box there so I can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course uh, valued at $87 for free. So guys, until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously and love without limits, and I'll see you in the next episode. Okay, bye for now.